This is Malt and Magic, a 5th edition D&D podcast performed by four UK-based gamers and friends. Welcome to Ardalia, a world filled with magic and wonder. Thirty years have passed since the Kingdom of Nylon was restored, an event that caused a surge in raw magical energy throughout the world. Planar rifts opened as the ley lines throughout Ardalia overloaded, allowing creatures from other planes to cross over and adding to the already diverse array of races and cultures that call this world home. Magic is now more widespread, accessible and powerful. Comparatively, divine influence has dwindled, the gods now only able to act through their most pious followers. What mysteries and adventures await our new band of heroes? Only time will tell. Welcome to Campaign 2. Hello all, and welcome back. We are so excited. Um, I can't even begin to describe how excited we are, but hello and welcome to Campaign 2 of Malt and Magic. Happy New Year. I hope everyone has had an amazing holiday season. We've definitely missed you all. Um, we are, as I say, very, very excited to be back. So, so excited to share this with you all as well. There will be some changes. You can already notice some new changes, um, new backgrounds, new overlays, um, all exciting things to come. As always, though, let's get started with thank you very much for the subscription straight off the bat there. There's two that we've already had just to begin with. Um, so resubs there. Thank you very much. Um, but yes, before we do anything else, let's run down our usual list of thank yous and shout outs. So as always, huge shout out to Incarnate, Albert Rodeo and Dungeon Alchemist for all things mapping, virtual tabletop. Um, I've been having a lot of fun with Incarnate and mapping um, and doing lots of things, all things that will be revealed in the weeks and months to come. Um, but a lot of prep for this campaign, of course. Um, a massive shout out to D&D Beyond as well for all things campaign management, character management, D&D, just general D&D. Um, so yep, thank you to them. Hero Forge, character creation, which was kind of important for this bit because, yeah, new characters. Um, so yes, thank you to Hero Forge. And then there's those tools that I use in the background, which you can see coming up on the bottom of the screen now. Uh, screen? Screen now. Uh, so soon, 5e Magic Shop. Two Minutes Tools, Thieves Guild, and then our music. <laughs> Thank you so much for the gift subs as well. Amazing. Uh, it's all kicking off today. Um, so yes, uh, so the musical tracks provided by Tabletop Audio and, of course, Battle Bards as well. The extra thank you I need to add on this episode and going forward is also World Anvil, who I've been using in the background just for some guidance around the world building and doing things like timelines and various all different other stuff. Um, I'm sure if you've watched any other D&D stream that you will have heard of World Anvil, but if you are trying to build immersive worlds and create campaigns and actually create a place for characters to go and players to go and just sort of use it as a, a source 
material dump, if you like. We're not doing that, but I've been using it in the background. But it is a great resource, so go check it out. Um, so yes, of course, we are still affiliated with BattleBard. You can see the code there to go and um, get yourselves a cheeky discount. There is things coming with BattleBards as well. They are releasing version 2 of their website very shortly. Um, and we have been in conversations with them around potential giveaways. Um, so look out for that in the very, very near future. Um, I am very excited to, to bring that to you and, and to see where things go. So yes, let's, let's see how things go. Thank you for the follow. Um, this is amazing to see. I'm going to have a big grin on my face the whole time. Um, so yes, go and check out the social media channels. You can see along the bottom there. We've posted a lot of updates recently. Some dice teases. There was uh, that went up today. Um, there's all sorts of stuff going on. There will be more and more revealed as we go forward as well. There will be some exciting things this week that will get revealed tonight, um, which we will also post on social, bleh, post on social media as well. Um, and of course, you can join us on our Discord channel, which is all set up and ready to go. The link will be popping up in the chat at some point, so don't miss out on that. There's a lot of different channels you can go and uh, sort of interact with on the Discord server. Um, the biggest one, of course, is to discuss any campaign to spoilers and ideas and thoughts and theories. Um, so there's a channel there dedicated for our subscribers to go and have those conversations. You can, of course, cast, uh, cast catch this episode of uh, Campaign 2 on Friday on our YouTube channel. It will also be re released. I'm slowly losing the plot here. Also be released on our podcast um, as and when I get the podcast intro done, which I will hopefully do on Friday, ready to then get that sorted. Um, so, yeah, I've got a few updates to do. I've still got the Wilds, uh, sorry, the Witches and Wild Lights piece to do as well. I will get that done as soon as I can, and then those episodes will be up. But with that, I think that's it for my thank yous and shout outs and all those good things. Um, if I've missed anything, people can shout at me afterwards. Now, usually, I would give a warning, but because we're in campaign two, it's time to introduce you to the world. So welcome to our first session of Campaign 2. 30 years have passed since the Kingdom of Nihilin returned to the world of Ardalia. Since the Wardens of the Vale defeated the Avatar of Asmodeus. As that desolated kingdom was restored, it brought with it a wave of powerful magic. The rawest of powers swept across the globe. This event caused many, many planar rifts to appear throughout the, uh, throughout the land as ley lines surged. These rifts have allowed creatures from other planes of existence to cross over into Ardalia, adding to the already diverse array of races and cultures that call this world home. Where once magic was rare or divine, now it's more widespread, more accessible, more powerful. Archmages are common, magical marvels have swept across the globe, and divine influence, once forgotten, has bled back into existence. Despite this, however, the gods remain distant, unable to walk the world but able to exert their will through their most devout followers. This is the world of Ardalia, as it exists today. And this 
is where we begin our adventure. So my warnings do apply. There will be the adult language, there will be adult humour. Let's get this show on the road. Let's roll. Sexy. Oh, that was sexy as fuck, wasn't it? <laughs> that was. It was. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, yes. Uh, so, thank you for all those subscriptions, follows, gifts, everything that was thrown up while I was doing the intro there. Um, if I'm getting interrupted by anything, that was an amazing thing to interrupt me thank by. You so thank you for, the for that. Five Keep them coming. Gift subs. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, that was insane. Um, I also want to say hello to anybody new that is watching tonight. Um, hope you enjoy it. Um, so there's, there we go. First time chatter straight away. So thank you for being with us. Um, I also want to welcome back our fans who have been with us throughout the whole of Campaign 1 as well. Campaign 1 is fully available for anybody that enjoys the show from sort of this episode and beyond to go and check out on YouTube and podcast. Feel free. Um, but thank you for joining us. Thank you for returning. It's amazing. So with that, let's run down something of a lineup because obviously we don't know who anybody is right now. Um, but yes, thank you for those bits. Um, so I will start. Yes, as always. So I'm Matt. I'm the Dungeon Master. I am only the Dungeon Master, which is cool. <laughs> <laughs> For now. <laughs> For now. <laughs> until these fuckers adopt another NPC. <laughs> so, there we go. Let's try and not mess this up. Uh, yeah, just say who you are, I guess, folks, and we'll talk about characters later. Hello, I'm Dave, and I'm in a different position to weird everybody out. Um, <laughs> and I play question mark. I'm Danny, I'm confused, and I've got butterflies in my stomach. That's <laughs> three all. <laughs> Uh, hello, I'm Simo, and I, I, I play a character, apparently. At least that's what I'm being told. So, yeah, we'll see. I play a human in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my eldritch form takes takes the shape of a human every so often. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Thank you oh, for the other gift subs. Thank you again up. for the gift oh. subs as well. That is amazing. Thank you all. Um, the love it. Love it. Absolutely love the support tonight. It's amazing to see. So yes, we have three new characters. A lot more. Uh, so there, a lot of changes have obviously happened already. I suppose there's there's not much else to say really. Um, so let's let's begin. I've got a pen in the new story. notebook. <laughs> I've all got the new Let's notebook. Go. This is my new notebook. It's awesome. So there we go. Um, in fact, I do have one thing to say, which is becoming something of a regular tradition over Christmas. I need to give a shout out to my father once again for playing an absolute mm. fucking blinder once again. Um, so we can't use it tonight, obviously, because I've got screens all over the place. But for when we do our live show, and it will happen, I promise you folks, we will do a live in-person round-the-table show, um, which will again be streamed for everybody to see. I have something... 
to use as a DM screen. Oh, we gotta show it. So there is the the back. Oh, it's of got it. the logo on. And this is the front. So Dad's done very very well, all wrapped in in faux leather. And then yeah, when I can just get it open and hit the mic. There's the mic here. So there we go. This is all all magnetic. And those little bits on the bottom are magnets as well. Um, it's also chalk paint or chalkboard paint, so I can write things on there. Roy so we've got boy. an amazing DM it's screen ready for when we do our live show. So again, thank you, Dad. Amazing, as chalk always. Screen, so he's like, I very much. hate them all. I hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps adding uh, HP to monsters. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. Plus one. <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's all good, uh, and I've also been chatting to my father, who's getting very very busy with the woodwork. He's potentially going to do us some nice gift giveaways at some point as well. So as we get further down the line, nice. I'm not going to put it off anymore. Let's get on with this show and this campaign. Ah, so I'll give me plenty of time to vamp while I do other stuff in the background. So carry on. <laughs> <laughs> and if I do, if, if, yeah, if you like shouting at me like, Dave, I'm like, yeah, hi. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So our story tonight begins in the ancient city of Thalissa, a bustling Grecian-like polis and one of the cities of the Great Gate that sits between the continents of Enoeth and the Auroran Empire. Nestled along the coast... Thalissa is a city of marble temples, winding streets, with a bustling harbour filled with ships from all corners of the world. This city is known for its vibrant marketplaces and public spaces where people from far and wide come to trade goods and share stories. It is a city that is always busy with activity as merchants and traders sell their wares in the busy marketplaces and taverners, profiting from that channel between two continents. It is rumoured that Thalissa was founded by the gods themselves, and that the city's main temples, many temples and shrines, are home to powerful de deities who still watch over the city to this day. As the sun rises, over Thalissa. A strange airship can be seen approaching from the west, or what would be strange to our characters of 30 years ago. Following the coastline, this regular occurrence now as skyships crisscross the air, this particular airship descends down towards the harbour. As it docks, and ties off. A number of individuals step off. And the first of our characters walks down the gangplank towards where a portmaster is collecting details. So Danny. Oh, can you please describe the way your character looks? For us, <clears throat> no. As they step, we're <laughs> <laughs> going to come down to you, everyone. See you next week. <laughs> so, stepping off the airship, you will see the most distinguished of gentlemen. He, they look 
just picture like a 19th century detective. We're talking trench coat, waistcoat, shirt, tie, nice trousers, nice boots with a little Cuban heel on, braided purple hair down the back. Just happens to have yellow scaly skin and, and snake eyes, but that's, that's, a, that's a minor detail. Um, stands about stands about six foot three and seems to walk with a determined purpose <clears throat> off the ship. Excellent. And as this sort of, what do you say, golden, golden skinned kind of? Yeah, well, it's yellowy. It, it shines golden. quite bright because I moisturize yeah. regularly. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So as this yellowish skinned individual in what would be quite abnormal dress for, for Thalissa, even though it is a a hub of activity, if you like, many different people crisscrossing between NOF and, and um, the Auroran Empire, you join a queue of people waiting to enter the city. As you get to the front of the queue, you noticed a, or you notice a male Triton individual with sort of this iridescent blue skin and electric green hair. And they hold a big book open in front of them with a quill and they sort of dip it into ink and they're asking questions of different people. And as you approach the front of the queue, this individual looks at you. Welcome to Thalissa. I am Portmaster Leonatus. Name, please. Have I ever seen a Triton before? I, I don't, don't think know. I have. Have you ever seen a Triton before? No, I don't think I have. So I'll, I'll kind of just be, I'll be gawping at him a bit. I don't, I'm not, I'll, I'll, I don't first I'll, I'll ask him. Yeah. Oh, no, That's chill. funny, come on. It's, <clears throat> What's the roll of the campaign? It is. A two. Hey, <laughs> can only get better. It's campaign two, it fits. I, I'll take it. Go two. There you go. No. There you go. So you don't. You've not come across a Triton individual before, um, but what you do notice is that the, along with the sort of iridescent blue skin, um, they wear sort of these greenish robes, if you like. Again, very toga, Grecian-esque, um, simple brown leather sandals, but along the arms there are these fins, if you like, um, and you also notice just where the sort of the, the skirt of the, the robe itself um, crosses over the ankles and the the calves you can see small fins on the backs of the calves as well um you would assume that these help with swimming and again this triton individual looks at you and just says name please sorry sorry i got, I got distracted by your beautiful ensemble i'm hi i'm lex love it absolutely love it perfection lex and a surname, please. Sorry, Ordo. Lex. O R D O. O R D O. Fantastic. And uh, your business in Thalissa, please, sir. I have a directive to investigate planar disturbances. I heard there were some disturbances here, and I'm here to investigate. You have a directive to what? Business or pleasure? It doesn't make pleasure. I'm I'm here on a mission. There is no pleasure. There's no time for pleasure. Are you looking for work? 
I've got to try and not slip into your American accent now. It's really hard. <laughs> no, no, I do not need work. I'm already on the job. Okay, so applying trade in city. Okay, um, hmm, what to do, what to do. I suggest you, uh, well, find yourself somewhere to stay in the, in the central, central Agora and, uh, go from there. Uh, I have no idea where to send you if you have, uh, nothing to sell or if you're seeking information, maybe go and look out, uh, maybe seek out the, uh, magistrates, maybe they can help or there is the, uh, the arcane guild as well. Point me in the right direction and I'll be on my way. Well, you can't miss the Agora. It's the central part of town. I am, uh, more than happy to send a guide if you need. No, no, I'll find the center. Thank you. Very well, very well. Nice to meet you, Lex. Abide by the laws. Don't make a fool of yourself. And you will be fine. I am Leonatus, as I say. Should you be seeking any further travel away from, say, Alyssa, I will uh, be happy to facilitate. You have nothing to worry about. Law and order, I obey. It's in my name. Good to hear. Good to hear. Enjoy Thalissa, City of Wonder. Welcome. Goodbye. See you around. And I'll just beeline for the center. I'll be off. Excellent. And you sort of follow the general throng of people that walk down this gangplank through the ports and then out into Thalissa itself. And what greets you is a, a grand city of... Um, marble structures and you see out towards what would be the the western side just off center is a grand sort of hillside leading up to a rocky top if you like cliff face and atop there stands this grand marble temple um with a symbol on the front that looks like the symbol of a sun um as in sunshine sunlight not a sun as in a boy um, or a, a male heir, if you like. Um, there are these marble buildings all around with these red terracotta-like roofs. And around you are just an absolute myriad of different types of people. There are humans, elves, dwarves, gnomes, dragonborn, kobolds, orcs. Everything you can imagine exists in this city. As you approach the center of the city, you find what the portmaster was on about, this Agora, which is a, a bustling marketplace with market stalls in the very center where various traders go about selling their wares. As you walk past one particular stall, there is a fresh fish, fresh fish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he sounds man. a bit older now. He's had a, he's had a good 30 life. Thirty years on. Thirty years on. Um, and yeah, is there anything you would like to do while you're in this agora, sir? Well, now, now I've had fresh fish. I've peaked for the episode, mate. That's me done. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. What you notice around um, then the agora? Sorry, just to in, to interrupt you there. Are these more um, permanent buildings, if you like? Um, and these look like more trade houses or 
proper merchant shops you notice what looks like an apothecary a smithy um a uh carpenters metal workers all sorts of different shops again everything you could possibly imagine exists in this marketplace um you also notice that magic is everywhere there are simple traders who are just selling fruit vegetables simple items simple clothing but then nearly everyone has got simple magic items to sell or are offering enchantment services or um offering gemstones of magic you also notice that in the center of the the dead center of the agora there is something of a a show going on as well as bards play but also a a magician of sorts does simple tricks to please the the populace and um attract coppers and silvers here and there for just simple tricks making things appear and disappear making lights making um sparks making fire appear and there are the odd person that just sort of walks by and goes Ugh, seen that before yes very good here's a copper on on your way make me a perception check please flex while fun. you are doing that i think it's about time we revealed lex <laughs> yeah i'm kind of trying there we go i rolled an 18 you rolled an 18 on your perception very good oh look at that sexy motherfucker! Oh, thank you for the bits i did i did miss out an important part of my appearance <laughs> i do it's kind of obvious now the pictures come up sorry everyone i do have a monodrone that flies around with me which is like a little mechanical eye inside an orb with wings and legs and he seems to follow me everywhere and we mutter to each other and talk to each other it's hard to miss that Absolutely. really Soza. so yes we'll and that brings us on that's all it's all good but that brings us to a very important point which is we have character art official character art and this is also where i get to say an absolutely huge huge thank you to stick um for doing all of the character artwork for us so it is amazing look out for it as we uh, as we go through um and we will post this all out on social media following the episode as well but thank you again so much stick it is fantastic um we are all in love if anybody wants any art doing i know stick um opens up commissions every now and again um somehow and i have made very very heavy use of, of stick's talents um but even more than that if you want to go show stick some support they have their own twitch stream as well you can go and watch art in progress which i do quite frequently and then just get jealous um but yes fantastic absolutely right so yes thank you very much stick you can go check out uh, stick's twitter there as well so at martyr stick um, and go and see all the amazing work that they do so thank you so much again excellent with that perception check of 18 where everybody is quite open and um doesn't seem to be hiding a lot there is one individual that you notice who is almost skulking around the marketplace um and as magic is being performed or cast they sort of take a sideways step and and move away from it 
And that is where I'm going to ask Dave. Please describe your character and what Lex would see. <clears throat> so Lex sees, as I bring my own character artwork up so I can remind myself. <laughs> you got it, haven't you? <clears throat> Lex sees a black furred tabaxi. A female panther-like tabaxi. And uh, you do see part of her face, but the rest of it is actually covered by this sort of fairly, you know, um, deep red hood. It's not needed. It's just you. You probably think it's just kind of used to wearing it. Um, very uh, simple leathers through the through the rest of. The, the clothing um, it seems like it's quite functional um, but probably uh, and you well, you can see it's quite fitted um, and uh, yeah she's just walking by and yeah keeping distance from these people who are <coughs> obviously showing I, off magic I would like to approach them as they look out of order or out of suspicious compared to everyone else so I'll, I'll walk so up to them. Uh, I couldn't help but notice you look suspicious. Uh, guys, by the way, I have a heavy head cold. I'm so sorry, but this is going to be horrendous. <laughs> here, here it comes. Yeah, here it comes. Uh, oh, uh, sorry. Uh, do I know you? No, we haven't met, but... You just stuck out like a sore thumb, so I thought I would uh, address the elephant in the room, so to speak. Uh, have you seen an elephant? <laughs> okay, um, I was a bit. No, don't take that literally. I meant you're 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 a cat person, not a, not an elephant. You've confused me now. I don't like being confused. You have back to you. You you're being suspicious. Nice. I am indeed a. A, a cat person. Um, pardon. Uh, my name is Jewel. What is your name? That's ironic, because you look like you steal them. Oh, charming. Sorry, I'm, I'm quite direct. It, it makes logical sense just to say what you think. To get killed, yes. I can see that. I'm, I'm Lex. Hi. Lex. Uh, a pleasure. Can, you don't mean that. Can I help you? Are you looking for well, something? I, well, I was I was hoping you could help me. Um, you looked suspicious or like you was investigating, scanning, weighing people up. I'm also on an investigative mission, so I was I thought maybe you might you might know things. Oh. I'm glad you think I know things. That's that's good. Um, you're investigating. What are you investigating? <clears throat> well, I, I'm here to investigate planar rifts and disturbances. And I heard that somebody called Art Artanasia was getting some weird readings on a device of hers, and I was hoping you might know who she is, where she is. I wanna wanna find her them. 
can I do an insight check on that information, please? Of course you can. Nine. So an insight check to see if that information was, as in Lex is being truthful, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is that what Lex is looking for? I mean, with a nine, what you see is what you get. Uh, well, I see that the, um, you're being very forward, uh, Seems that. Well, that's very curious. Uh, yes. I don't know whether I can uh, particularly help you find who you're looking for, but. Um, I might have an interest in finding some more information about what you've just said. Maybe. We can find something. I am going somewhere to find some more information. Okay, it makes logical sense for us to look together then. Have you been here long? Literally straight off the boat. Good. Airboat. Um, it's a weird way to travel. I do prefer sticking closer to the ground, I, I, I have to say. Very well. I'm sorry, I've, I've, I've been rude. <clears throat> I haven't introduced you to my friend. My minion. This is this is D twelve Cog. Ah, he's with you. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, but I, I call him Cog because it's logical to shorten the name. Cog from uh, oh, yes, from D twelve Cog. Yes, Cog. Uh, Cog. And as Say hello, Lex Cog. introduces Cog, this small little creature just sort of flutters up, and the the eye you just hear this. <laughs> as it sort of focuses on you for a minute and then blinks and then flutters back, hovering over Lex's shoulder. Yeah. <clears throat> that is quite the contraption. Yeah, yeah, I think we can trust him for now, yeah. Sorry, I was just conversing with my friend. Uh, does it... Uh, d d does it... Um understand me yeah yeah they understand you yeah oh very disconcerting <laughs> should we go about our business let's make some sense to stand here let's let's get going uh, uh, yes well let, 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 let's get this way please allons-y thank you jewel Make me a, an intelligence check to see how much you know about Artemisia. You sound like Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and I love it. Oh, <laughs> that's, by, that's an accident, but I'll take it. Uh, what check what a doing? series. Intelligence. Uh, intelligence. Straight intelligence, please. 17. Hey, nice. Fantastic. So you would have heard of Artemisia. Um, and you would know that they are the senior arcanist at the Helenthor Lyceum, which is the main academy of magic within the city. 
This is where I haven't got the link up to that particular information. So that was the... Uh, yes. It's okay. What was the place we were going to, sorry? So you know from Lex that they were interested in finding an individual known as Artemisia. The Artemisia that you know that people would be seeking out is the, the senior arcanist at the Helenthor Lyceum. Actually trying to take notes this uh, act yeah, actively this campaign. Uh, <laughs> going to be a lot of this. Just mad saying things and we just write yeah, stuff. Like, Matt's just going to have to fill time. At least. It's going to be me just... Filling air while we scramble. <laughs> Copy out the book from page that. five to seven and then... <laughs> 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 yeah, so I suppose while you're getting those note downs, the good thing that I've done this campaign is to follow a little bit of advice from other campaigns and I've done not only a, a small little campaign one pager, but also lore documents for each of the characters so they have just some basic information to run off from the start of the campaign rather than doing what I did to Samal last time and just say, here's the campaign, go run with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you you sent us that uh, one pager on our chat, didn't you? Discord. Discord. I do want to bring it up because uh, it's been a it's been a moment. Uh, oh, sorry, and you as in you want to bring it up? I thought you meant display it on screen. Though. Oh yeah, no, display it on screen. It's just it's been a moment. I need to read it. <laughs> it's all good. Very good. Um, so the other thing <coughs> that we will do, Jeez, I suppose, man. is to reveal um, Jewel in all her glory. Uh, yes, here we go. She is a thundercat. She is. Yes. Oh, I absolutely love the artwork. She is beautiful. I will show bigger pictures, uh, by the way, in this stream. Just I can't do it right yeah, now, yeah, and there's reasons do. why. Mm. We will do. It's all good. Um, <laughs> so yes, that is Jewel in all her glory. Excellent. So, Jewel. Having heard around the, or heard the name Artemisia and understanding where Lex might be trying to go, you head when I bring up my map because I should have been prepared for this. So many other notes and just went. Eh, who needs a map? <laughs> um, I wrote in my you know in my notes. Map something that doesn't even, not a single word was spelt correctly with the information that we're, we're going to go find. That was, do you know what, that was good. stunning. I'm so glad I brought that one paper up now. But they're all Christian words, so I've just, I've just guessed where the Y in all the words go. Mm -hmm, I, did it, mm -hmm. I did it phonetically so that I can say it back. It's all good. That's actually pretty, it's all pretty smart. Good. That's actually pretty smart. Yeah, so there is a very Grecian theme with this, which names, means the names are going to be all over the place. So, Jewel, you lead Lex down one of the main thoroughfares that leads to the northwest of the Agora and head towards the, the Arcanist quarter. Did Lex only um, know uh, who they were going to look for, not where? So the that, only right? thing Lex said to you was Artemisia, so <clears throat> you can by all means have a conversation. Uh, yes, Lex, the, the person you are uh, looking for, I uh, believe, is uh, in a law document I'm trying to find. 
I believe they reside in like a, a Lyceum type establishment. Uh, that, that is correct. The uh, Helentho Lyceum. I think that is going to be our best bet to go that. and try and find them. If you, if you know, that would be super helpful. Thank you. Yes, I don't really know how how we will be able to uh, speak to them, but I will be sure that we can uh, give it a go. Okay, thank you. You're right, they are a little bit socially awkward. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, Lead on. You, you do know I can hear you, yes? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I, I was talking. It's, it's, you weren't supposed to be listening. I was having a private conversation. But it's, it's okay. Carry on. I, I am afraid I, I hear a lot around me. <laughs> Is that because of your big ears? <laughs> they help, for sure. Sorry, I just I say it as I see it. Some people get offended, but you, 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 seem, you seem to be. <laughs> you are you are a, a, in grasp of the fairly obvious. I have to say. No, but you don't beat around the bush. No. It makes no sense to prolong what you want to say. Just say what you want to say. No. We're going to get on just fine. Yes, we are already getting on wonderfully. <laughs> Can I inside check that? Because that's some bullshit. <laughs> you 100% can. <laughs> Never mind, I rolled a one. Uh, <clears throat> oh, amazing. So the insight of yeah, uh, Lex is well. <laughs> totally... Totally incompetent, really. <laughs> Excellent. So you make your way up this northwest thoroughfare, one of the main routes throughout the city, past this sort of Arcanist quarter. And the first thing that would strike you walking along this route is a building at the far end which towers almost over everything apart from um, this, this cliff-like um, structure. And this is what looks like the edge of a grand arena with you can see sort of the outside marble walls but atop there are these great flags um huge great red flags that billow in the wind and then just beyond that just over the top you can just about what see what looks like the top of a lighthouse of sorts the arena itself is quiet today but you do notice that there are individuals walking up and down this street with um, armor, sheathed weaponry, um, but people that look like they're geared more for a fight. And yet again, I'm going to ask you both to make perception checks, please. Fucking hell. Three. <laughs> Oh, we got a nat 20. Uh, which makes uh, it 24. Nice. 24. So while Lex is trying to figure out this tabaxi individual that they've just met and insulted, didn't insult, not sure what's going on, um, Jewel, 
you're not sure how you miss this individual, but there's one very, very tall individual lent up against the side of a building. As these various individuals in armour sort of pass around them and to and from them. Simao, please describe what Jewel sees as they notice you. Uh, yeah, so leaning against the wall is a, a very tall, about seven foot tall, tiefling individual uh, with sort of dark purple, brownish skin. Uh, two sets of horns. The The first set comes out at like 30 degree angle. The other one's like 70, so it looks like a sort of crown. Um, white hair that's like falling down in a half up, half down bun um, behind their back. Uh, they have, contrary to everyone here, they are wearing no armor. In fact, they're wearing very little clothing. They've got like a half cape that falls to the, through the left arm. There's like this purple, like bluish marine colored, uh, no top. And you can see that they are very, very buffed. Um, big pecs, very uh, big um, abs. Um, I wonder what you're going to say. is showing. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm, going, I'm going ahead. That doesn't help either. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, they're wearing like blue leather trousers uh, as well and pink, um, pink purple like boots. And uh, they have a sword uh, sheeted uh, behind them. And... As you approach, and I guess because natural 20, you, Jewel does see that they have an eye of different color. One of them is pink, the other one's blue. <laughs> and under, with a nat 20 as well, under their pecs, there seems to be like these runes that are tattooed, branded, it's hard to say, uh, just like under their pecs, and there seem to be different runes all over. And they are also, contrary to everyone here, they are reading a book that seems to be like um you know when you you know when you were in school and you had a book that was always in your bag and you take stuff out and you put it back in but like that book always remains and so it gets super like um wet it gets a lot of wear and tear just from that uh that book uh looks like that it's got it's like it's sort of big but also like it's like pages are sort of torn and like bent uh, yeah it's a bit of a mess uh, but they are, but they are there, and they seem completely sort of unaware of everything that's happening around them. Yeah, that's it. I do also believe that with this natural twenty, I have actually seen this person before. You, are, my next thing. point is that yes, you would recognize this this individual. So Jewel just. Stops in her tracks momentarily, but then ca carries on pace like nothing happened. <clears throat> so, just to answer, yeah, I'll, I'm glad somebody put it in the chat, but just to answer a question that's come through on the chat there, we are starting at level three just so we could allow for subclasses, etc. But other than that, it is low level campaign. <laughs> What's with the hesitation? I, I have just seen someone I did not expect to see. 
they we are like going to be passing this this group or that you know where where this, this person is you would walk but in order to get to where you need to go um you would have to pass this individual yes unless you want to head down a bunch of side alleys to see if you can figure out you know the main route to the helenthal lyceum is up here and and off to the right <clears throat> so there looks like there's a lot of um a lot of thought going on, right? a lot of very quick thinking, you know, do I want to go down this other route? But curiosity gets the better of Jewel and wants to walk forwards and... Uh, you know what curiosity <clears throat> did to the cat, though? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, that was a natural 20 on that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, so, and... Um, there she is, she's just gone past. Yeah, just go past it. Just the idea. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, he's going to carry on walking, and he's going to um, he's going to go to a, around where this where this group is, and then turn to Lex and just go. Uh, uh, do you mind uh, waiting here a, a moment? I shall. Uh, I shall not be long. For what purpose? Uh, an, an errand for myself. This doesn't make sense. I don't like it when things don't make sense. <laughs> Jules is just going to blink and then walk <coughs> off. <laughs> uh, but he's going to walk up to uh, to this tiefling yeah I'll, I'll follow him I'll follow him yeah oh. I'm gonna try and follow I'm gonna try and tail Jill <laughs> are you trying to do it stealthily <laughs> as stealthily as I know how <laughs> make me a stealth check then please brace yourself make me a perception check my character is the other end of the stealth spectrum Fucking hell, have I rolled anything above a t another two? So that's three altogether. <laughs> well, Ooh, we're three in stealth. When was the last time you did that? <laughs> 2019. Polar, polar opposite. Uh, yep. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think that Jules also quite distracted. So it was a seven, but I still noticed you. <laughs> uh, so I... Jewel will stop. <laughs> Turn back. Uh, well, if you must. And then keeps walking forwards. <clears throat> Comes up to the tiefling. And... We'll be... Uh, yeah, we'll go. Well, I... Fucking hell, do you people not say anything when you're approaching? Oh! Hi! Uh, who, who? Hello? Hi. Uh, hello. Uh, I did not expect to... to see you... Uh, again. You're... a lot taller than, than I remember. I'm... I'm sorry, do I... do I remember you? Did... Uh, did I leave in the middle of the night at some point? I 
apologise about that, so, but... So in love with that accent, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, we met very briefly. It wasn't... It wasn't here. Uh, it, it, it was... Uh, middle of the night. An alley. Alleyway. I ran past you. I don't know that you does not. Know. Oh, you ran past. Oh yeah, you're being. You're being pursued, weren't you? Yeah. By those. No, uh, no, oh, no, sorry, no, 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 not, not, not pursued. A bit quieter. No. Uh, not, Holy gears, you're a criminal. <laughs> I, I think you have the running end of the stick. No, you definitely had some guards, and guards after you, didn't you? Because I had to, I had to blind them so that they wouldn't follow me. And uh... I did not need uh, your help. I, uh, <laughs> I would have got away from these random people who were chasing me for no reason. I will insight check. I'm, noti I'm noticing some tension. Is it sexual? No. Perfect. <laughs> I'm not good at social skills, so I have to guess sometimes. Samara's character? Uh, my inside check was minus one. Fantastic. Okay, Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> We've got the polar opposite of Ander and now the polar opposite of Kirik. This is fantastic. I rolled a two. Mind? I rolled a two <laughs> on the dice. <laughs> oh, man. Uh... Well, maybe I'm maybe I'm just misremembering it. So, uh, yeah, apologize. Um, no, no, uh, no, no problem. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you. Uh, my my name is Jewel. Uh, I just I wanted to come to say hello because I did not expect to see you here. Oh, well, I I I didn't expect. You either. Uh, my name's Karsis. Karsis uh, Vispcut. That's 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 me. Karsis, uh, a pleasure. What are you doing here? Oh, I I I fight here. I fight in the in the in the Colosseum um, every now and then. Yeah. How, well, uh, I say fight. I evil. I put on a beating and don't get caught. So, yeah, but. I, they call that a fight, so yeah, I, that's what I do. That is uh, uh, fascinating. You do this for for, for money, for, for pay, or for uh, yes, yeah. Well, bit of both, really. Best things in life are when it's business and pleasure. I think so. Yeah, I uh, I get money and then I spend it way to misadvise it. Anyway, yes. Yes, I do it. I, I do it for money. Yeah. I always find it best not to. There is no room for pleasure. It's business. All business. Ah, pardon, Kelsey says this is uh, Lex. Uh, we are just going to find. Uh, oh, someone else. Very well. Hi. Um, you are. Hmm. Interesting. That uh, that uh, little friend is 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 yours as well. 
Mm. Yeah, hi, this this is this is Cog. You may call him Cog. Cog. Uh Cog, yes. Um Cog. I will Yeah, with a G. With a G. <laughs> right. Well that's a shame. Um but yeah. Um, <laughs> I will remember that. Uh, are you are you coming to the Colosseum or are you going somewhere else? Uh, we we are going to the uh, the Alentho Lyceum. Lyceum. Oh. Uh, interesting. Uh, well, any 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 business in particular? I'm I'm sorry if I'm prying. I'm just whenever people are interested no. in learning a little bit of magic, I'm always. I'm happy to tell because any help I can receive in my Endeavor will be greatly appreciated. I am here to see Artisna or Artanasia. I believe she has a quest that I want to pursue. Oh, and your um, your quest is just learning more magic, or well, I'm, to be fair, I like I like to investigate a lot of mysteries and solve a lot of. A lot of mysteries. I, I like to investigate a lot of things, but my primary directive is to investigate planar disturbances. Do you like I a good mystery? I do love a good mystery. They are fairly easy most of the time, but I like to, you know, exercise the body, exercise the mind, as I say. It's always, it's always a good thing to do. Well, you solve mysteries, history. You, you should come with us. And help me solve my mystery. I'm sure Artanasia will pay. I do like that. Um, would I know, Matt, would I know when the Colosseum opens up again for business? Uh, make me... In fact, no. Um, being, having already frequented the, the arena, the Colosseum, multiple times, yeah. you'll know that Today is the day of the week where there are no fights, um, and tomorrow it all starts up again. Um, it is a day where people recover, where people train, um, and where people go and replace weapons and equipment ready for the next week of bouts. Um, as you've been saying all this, make me a perception check, please. Everyone? Or in fact, no. Bollocks to this. Don't make me a perception check. You've been talking. We're going to use some passive perception. Oh boy. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, can you use my passive perception? Because that's above a two. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine's so, a nine or something, so you can, you can use it's that. It's a seven. Oh, mine's a seven. Yeah, that, that checks. That it's checks. a seven. But <laughs> Carsis being Carsis with a seven, you... It's not difficult to see these individuals. And that moment where you turn around and said, I put on a show and don't get cut. Or put on a beating and don't get cut. There was one individual, human, quite stocky, bald head, with this plate-like armour, at least plated armour over um, sort of a leather cuirass, if you like. Who just sort of stops in their tracks for a moment and looks and then just sort of stands and listens for a minute. As the conversation pauses for a minute, he saunters over. You be looking to put your money where your mouth is? I 
well, a lot of things were in my mouth is my money was never a thing. What? I'm sorry, who are you? Yes, I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm not used to this kind of this side of Kirik. Um, <laughs> he's, 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 he's had a sexual awakening in thirty years. This is two years. Of two very back. different characters. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's all coming. That's what she said. Me. I'm Callan. And if you want a beaten, I'll give you a fucking beaten, boy. Um. It makes no logical sense for you to pick a fight. There's three of us and one of you. Oh, I um, I, I take no parts in this. <laughs> Can we just Sounds go about our business? We're, we're, we're kind of busy. Uh, uh, Lex, don't 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 worry about this. Um, I I don't mind. The only problem is that you have, well, you have quite a heavy set of armor on you. So if I just go behind you and just stab you in the back. There's nothing to really stop that, is there? You talk big for someone with a lot of fancy clothing and not a lot of yeah. armour. Yeah, you don't need armour when you're not, not getting hit. So, it only slows you down, really. Oi. Now you've done and pissed me off. You and me in the arena tomorrow. I'm gonna go speak to the... Uh, I've forgotten his fucking name. That definitely escaped my brain just at the last minute there. The Hierophant and the Chief Phalanx. And when I'm done that, you and me tomorrow morning, we're on. And I'll show you a beating. Alright. But after that, we're fighting. And I'm down, turn around and going on. <laughs> <laughs> And there's a moment where this individual's just... I've... Tomorrow morning. And they walk off. I turn around after after I take a couple of steps. I turn to the other two and say, uh, Do you guys want to come to the, to the Lyceum or... You're going to stay with some losers again? I have to admit, I admire his penchant for scheduling. Scheduling a fight for tomorrow morning is efficient. I like that. That is true. I can't have an early night then. Well, we'll see. <clears throat> that was incredible. Oh, you like that? You should see. You know, should see what I should do with a sword. Yeah. Can we go I, to the Lyceum I, first? I, I look forward to it. But yeah, let's 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 head to the Lyceum. Absolutely. Okay. So the three of you, now led by Jewel and Carsis together, at which point, let's reveal Carsis's artwork, shall we? Um, head further so, up. So we can all get erections. Causeway. Absolutely. <laughs> Never simped over a character more than oh. I've simped over Carsis. Oh. <clears throat> that is one sexy individual. Anyway. Um, totally distracted by that. Yes, you carry on up the, the main thoroughfare and then take a right turning to where you see what almost looks like a, a small Parthenon-esque type building. Um, and as you then approach these marble stairs that lead up towards it, you notice on pillars around you are these strange blue gemstones which all of a sudden just begin to glow 
and then a voice begins to boom out across <laughs> as the chat goes wild. Um, and as this voice sort of speaks out, you all hear very clearly, and Lex, you would recognize the voice of Leonatus. Ladies and gentlemen, the dart of Deluin will be leaving in ten minutes. Will all passengers wishing to depart to depart depart even to Enoweth please be making their way towards the docks? Thank you and goodbye. Either of you ever been to Enoweth? I haven't. I am from Enoweth. Oh, what are you doing here then? Traveling. All right, that 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 seems like a good excuse, doesn't it? Uh, I've been are, there. It's a wonderful you, place. You you are here for? <laughs> oh me! I also know you have, as it is where we met. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. Yes. Well, I'm I'm here to to fight in the Colosseum. I want to. You know, learn a bit more about this style of fighting I'm developing and uh, a little bit more about magic. So this seems like the perfect place, really. As you say, learn more about magic. It's just like this shadow just crosses uh, Jules' face. Cassis Ooh, can I see if I notice that? Can I see if I notice that with my impeccable Everybody make me insight checks apart from Jules, then, please. <laughs> oh, Hello. 16 are all natural 19. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. A natural 19 down to a 16. I got a 9. Amazing. A 9. Carsis, you would notice it. Hmm. You, um, you don't like magic? Well, I I fear I may looks about you. Do not please do not take this uh, personally. I do not like magic users. I don't feel I can trust them very well. Well, that's your fuck, isn't it? Traveling with the wrong people then. In a place such as this, <laughs> yes. I feel extremely uncomfortable. I can assure you I am a trustworthy individual. Uh, you have said everything in uh, that comes across your mind. I feel like I can trust you, weirdly. You, you just sound very trustful, to be fair. So There's at least that. Can I be honest but I've been told I'm a I'm terrible judge of character, so I, I, I don't know. I, I am yet to make up my mind about you, I have to be honest. That's fair. Not a lot of people do. Well, but it makes sense. At a certain point. So. Yeah. Well, it makes sense for us to stick together for now if, if we're on a common path. Lex, you must tell me more about uh, what you are looking for. You said planar disturbances? Yeah. As the magic <clears throat> reels across this place, it makes planar rifts where you can travel between worlds and I've been sent to investigate them to learn more about them 
These are, these are not normal? They are now. They didn't used to be. So I've been told. Uh, is it not something that uh, came with the return of that uh, kingdom? Is that not just uh, the norm since yeah, then? Yeah, that, that was the, the causal start of it, yeah, but they upset the balance of things. So I need to investigate why. Were you, um, were you alive before it happened, before the kingdom came back? I was a small boy. I was, uh, I was not. Stories. I have lived with magic all around us, but mm, we have had uh, some some dark dealings with magic, where I come from. I wasn't alive either. I just learned about it from books. I read a lot. So, yeah. I still do. I still like to read. Great. It's good. It's good to learn. Figure things out. Yes, uh, le learning uh, makes us all better. Better people. Well, at least we have something we can all agree on. Yes, magic is bad. Well, not quite that. No, I think you missed the point of what he was saying. <laughs> I, I I was joking, Lex. Joking. Oh, I understand sorry. my audience. I must get better at that, apparently. I have been travelling alone uh, without my uh, family. So... Uh, it's it's been a while. Well, as a person who tries to control their emotions, I find it hard to pick up on the emotions of others. So, um, bear with me. See, I find it hard as well, but it's not because I'm in control of my emotions. It's just because I, I well, yeah, I just don't don't read them very well. I like books. I people in. People are hard to read. True. And again, as you now stand there and that conversation peters out, these gems shine. And again, that voice sounds out. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, this is your portmaster, Leonatus. The dart of Delwyn will be leaving in eight minutes. Please, if you wish to depart, make your way to the port immediately. Lex, when you when you find these uh, these rifts, what, what are you going to do to them? Do you have any sort of device? You seem to be someone that is quite good at building stuff, from the look of Cog, the G. Um, do you do you can you build something to uh, to get these rifts in in control or? What what do you do? What do you do? Uh, ironically, I'm actually better at taking things apart. Um, Cog helps me put them back together again. Um, I, I just need to. Well, my mission is to just gather information and report back to see if anything needs to be done. It might all work out. The, the planar rifts might restore balance on their own, but I'm on an information gathering mission at this time. Uh, report back to whom? 
Primus, of course. Have I ever heard Do of Primus? Do we know what that is? <laughs> Make me history checks, please. Do you know what, right? It's fucking hard because I want to be shady and not tell you. But Lex is he just, he, there is no lion. So I'll just fucking tell you the truth yeah. all the time. Well, well it's um, the, whether the lie is going to help him move forward, I guess, is the, the argument. Yeah. Uh, right, so going, to lie. Are we doing history check, yeah? History check, yes. Five. Five. Six. <laughs> no. Level three. <laughs> level three. <clears throat> Primus. Primus. <laughs> At this point, Lex first. Cog is just going to begin to sort of flutter around your head. <laughs> That's, that doesn't matter now. Let's let's go to the Lyceum and focus on the initial objective. Okay, okay. And with that, Cog's then going to flutter over and sort of stop for a moment. And then the head is just going to... And focus on you, Carsis, for a minute. And just sort of hover. And it's almost like the eye just starts from the very tip of your horns and just... Scans down your entire body. Is this a normal thing that it does? That it did this to Joe? What is he doing? Oh yeah, this, like he's just—he's just casting an eye over you, so to speak. This is his way of greeting you. Is it, it is uh, very obvious right. when it does it. Yeah. Is it actually casting a spell? Because I don't like spells cast on me. Oh no, no, he—he's he, not casting a spell. No, he's just. Oh. He's just said casting an eye, so I thought that meant. Anyway. Cassis, you say. Uh, you say that uh, me not liking magic that I'm I'm fucked here, but you do not like magic cast upon you. I don't like a. It's more like a particular type of. Ma I don't know if any of you will understand. There's there's different schools of magic, so like there's a specific school that I don't like. Um, the others are fine, I guess, because they help. But there's just one that, you know. Just trauma in the past, stuff that doesn't matter now. Uh, I, it's just I don't like it, so yeah, that's it. One of the that feels like a topic or... I want to delve into, but I'm I'm sensing you don't want to talk about it. It's just stuff in the past, isn't it? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Uh, one of the I'm not, I'm not, that I uh, I'm not do... I'm not found I'm not fond of uh, of illusion magic. That's that's the only thing. The rest is the rest is fine. Maybe we have something in common. I particularly do not like magic casts upon me. Well, yeah, well, I'll, I'll, make, I'll make a note of that. Also, for me, it is uh, any type of magic. Maybe that is where we differ. Yeah, yeah you well, I suppose. Good. I suppose there's some there's there's like a line, right? There's a line where people don't like magic being cast on 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 them, uh, and I suppose it's just different types of magic that people don't like. You don't like all of them, so like you're on one side of the of the of the line. If we break this down to to like an equation, you're like on one side, and I'm like sort of in the middle, and then Lex, I suppose you're like all the way to the other side. So we're all in the line, sort of. I think you mean graph more than equation. 
Uh, sure. I mean, I never studied arithmetic, so I don't. I don't or spectrum. Know. Graph spectrum is easily. <clears throat> sure. For me, magic is there to restore balance, keep balance. It says the Natural person who is looking effects. for why magic has disrupted the order. Yes, to restore order and keep balance. You say that magic can only do that when it is the one that is also brought to the imbalance. Cause and effect, yeah. I mean, you might say fight fire with fire, I suppose. Y yes, and that uh, very rarely works. Which never made sense to me, because surely you would just put sand on it, but I don't know. Uh, it is more about when it is a large fire and you cannot uh, control it, you simply want to contain it. Uh, living in forests, you have to make sure that you make fire breaks, and then the fire uh, does not carry on any further. Oh, that's what I mean. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Write we that down. Write that down. We, we, we actually have had to <laughs> set fire to the forests. Matt will not have an NPC, but he will be Cog's noises for the next two years. That's <laughs> <laughs> it now. Fucking. You walked into that one, Matt. You walked into that. It's so good. It's so good. But like, I don't have you, to control that NPC. If you make a fire in the forest, how do you make it so that it goes? Well, I suppose I could, you could use magic to go one way. Yeah, a simple control flame would just work. So, yeah, yeah. That, that, that could work. Yes, but uh, you can do it in more natural means. Uh, just m make this area where it cannot pass. Very, very simple oh. in the end. Uh, it's very clever. Very clever. You can, of course, also, uh, instead of trying to use the water on the fire, use it on its fuel. It then burns out because it cannot carry uh, it. That is also very clever. I'm learning so much today. It's great. Anyway, as you can see, now? there are no uh, forest rounds here, so uh, this information will be completely useless to all of us. But you never know. I think you mean you. <laughs> In this moment, then, as you all sort of or well, that awkward silence hits and you're all just there sort of <coughs> outside of this Parthenon type um, building which above it says Helenthor Lyceum there's various sort of arcane runes if you like in gold that are built into the um the marble facade across the front and inlaid around the marble columns. Um, you notice this platform of sorts outside of the um, outside of the marble columns, but at the top of the stairs. And there is a moment where this portal appears, just <laughs> and four individuals in. Um, these sort of red and blue robes, if you like, step out and scurry into the, the Lyceum. And as they step out, it just closes down again. Again, as that happens, um, one of uh, Jules' hands goes straight to a, uh, a weapon on her belt, to a dagger. It's kind of obvious, but 
sequence, you realise that they're running away in the different direction and everything's passed. It's just and back and normal. That was fascinating. Did you see that? Seems to be quite advanced. Um, maybe some sort of transmutation or evocation magic, maybe, perhaps. Um, I have I have read about this this type of uh, magic before. It's it's a bit high up there. I'm not not quite in my studies yet to perform something like that. But apparently, it's quite simple once you know the equations. Yeah, is this can happen uh, anywhere. I uh, think so. Yeah. And wh where does they come from? Was they invisible beforehand? Uh, no, it's like they just uh, they just go. They're, they're like somewhere, and then they just travel here. Uh, so instead of having to to like, yeah, um, instead of having to walk for a long time or or, or take a an airship, they just uh, just teleport, I guess. Disappear in one place, appear in the other. Yeah, surely that is very dangerous. Cannot uh, be quite, yeah, dangerous. You always end up where you want to be. Uh, probably. Yeah, magic is pretty infallible. So. Yeah, very wow, I hope to learn that one day. I mean, what is the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is just end up a couple of meters on the other side. There's there's really not much that I can possibly foresee anything that could be wrong with some sort of teleportation spell. You say that, but uh, a couple of meters that way you would end up in the wall. That is someone's house. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I get the feeling you like being in people's houses that ain't yours, you criminal. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. That would be true. Um... <laughs> Uh, I get the I, feeling uh, you disappear from people's houses while they sleep after fornication. That is a word, yes. That, that, that is something that I, 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 I do, yeah. I've heard about this. Sometimes even before. Sometimes I just walk into the house and I don't like what I see, so I just I just, just give an excuse and leave. Do you do this for money? No, no, I only fight for money. No. Okay. This This is all for pleasure, yeah. No business. No time for pleasure. Well, if you try the things I've tried, maybe you would. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I've just realized that you're also playing Joey Trebbiani. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm not getting flushed because of Cass is, is flirting. I'm just sweating my tits up, I think. Right up there. Cass is flirting? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that right, anyway. both of you are being like super just like whatever like no filter and yet it's totally different Les is just <laughs> extremely direct and Cars is just yeah. like you know have you had sex today? well yeah some yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not <long>. twice <laughs> yeah. yeah I've been okay. in some stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh amazing uh, cool so as you all sort of, again, the conversation passes for a moment. The Lyceum is in front of you. So what do you want to do? Do you want to go in? Do you want to wait? Do you want to go somewhere else? I would like to go in. You should go to some sort of reception and ask for um, Artemisa. 
Lex, is it uh, okay if we join you on this? I am quite interested with the information that you have uh, told us. I wasn't what I was planning on. <clears throat> but regardless, I am interested. It, it makes sense. More brains, more mystery solved. Mystery solving is up my alley. On that we agree. Very well. well walk, start walking up the steps. As the three and a half of you then all step forward towards... Oh, your county castle is one and a half then. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you all step forward into the Lyceum, you see a reception. Oh, it's actually sort of like a hotel almost. There is a sign that says reception across the top. Um, and a female individual stood beneath her. As you then approach her, I'm going to say, let's take a short break. But before we do, I think we should see our new adventuring party in all their glory. Yes. There they are. So there they are. That is our campaign two crew, at least for now, because who knows what's going to happen. Um, but yes. There we go. So, uh, yes, we're going to take a short break. Thank you for all the interactions so far, first half. It's been amazing. Thank you for the bits, the follows, the subscribes. Um, if you've enjoyed it and you've got any mates who you think might be interested, go give them a call. Get them on stream. Let's have some fun. Um, so, yes, we will go stretch. We will go chill out for a moment. And then we will be back in probably around five minutes or so for part two of episode one. See you then. This is Danny, and you're listening to the Malt and Magic Podcast. If you're enjoying the show so far, don't forget to check out the live action antics Mondays at 7.30pm UK time over on twitch.tv forward slash malt and magic. The VOD episodes will land on our YouTube channel each Friday following the Monday stream. Also, please leave our podcast a rating and send us your feedback. We do love to hear from you. Now, let's get back to the show. I mean, I panicked because I was in the wrong place and then went, no, we did that intentionally. (laughs) (laughs) How long until they don't panic because of that? (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. This could be a few episodes. We'll be doing the lineup. (laughs) And Dave would just be sat there like, "Mm." amazing. So, yes, welcome everybody again. Uh, Thank you for continuing to join us for part two of episode one. Um, Hope you all managed to get a little drink and uh, have had a decent stretch and stuff. As we now move in to the second half of our episode. So, the three of you having introduced each other, uh, or introduced yourselves to each other, um, and started to get to know each other and understand a few nuances about each other, have all made your way to the Helenthor Lyceum, which is this, as I say, Parthenon-esque marble building with these uh, marble columns and gold inlay runes that sort of almost weave and spiral their way up Um, and there was this big gold lettering that said Helenthor Lyceum across the top. You've made your way inside and it's like a hotel lobby 
if you like. Um, and as you've approached in on your left, there is a, a desk, um, all made out of marble, um, and behind which there is a, a female elf, um, or elven female, I should say, who stands under this reception sign, and they seem to be scribbling in a little book, and as you approach, they sort of look up, close the book, place their hands sort of quite daintily on top of it, and just look you all over for the briefest of moments, and as you then approach the desk, they just... Hello, and welcome to the Hellenthor Lyceum. I am Meon Tisandros. How may I be of service today? Oh, Muted. Danny, you're on mute. What a tit. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> oh, sorry, he means mine. It's fine. <laughs> We're looking for Artemisia. I believe she Artemisia. has. Um, yeah. The. Uh, and you have. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got word she was um, looking to investigate some disturbing readings or some disturbing readings she has, and I, I think I can help her with that. And uh, did you um, send word? I've gone French now. <laughs> no, sorry, I didn't realize I had to call ahead. Um, well, uh, Artemisia is, um, a very busy, uh, fuck it, I totally screwed this accent up. Um, we're gonna go French. A very busy woman. Uh, <laughs> I am, uh, I will need to see some, uh, credentials for your, uh, Abilities before I can introduce you to our senior arcanist. What do you propose? Like credentials, as in identification or a show of magical aptitude? Well, um, both, I guess. Okay, this should be fun. Give, give the lady my identification, and Cog will um, show you my identification. Cog literally, the eye just down onto the desk and projects this light out. And there's this writing. Or we could say it's writing, but it's more like formal equations and mathematical equations. The only words that uh, Mayon, Megan uh, can understand from this is Lex Ordo. And she just. Um, this is a fine trick, but, um, uh, I have your name, I can send this off to, uh, Artemisia, but, um, if you wish to help with the apparatus, it's the apparatus you are offering to help with the malfunctions and the, uh, strange readings, I will be needing yeah, some form of... Yeah. Some form of, uh, well, I cannot just take you to Artemisia. She is very busy and very important. And if you were to, uh, 
harm her in any way then it is my head on the block quite literally so um i'm not sure how you plan to help if you did not send word i was not expecting anyone today tomorrow yes we have a few people coming in from uh the nihilis kingdom but I would have thought you would have been eager to see somebody who wants to help. I'm sure she is, uh, but uh, there are processes and formalities which must go through in order to facilitate this, and I'm afraid you have shown up here out of the blue with these two individuals who have yet not introduced themselves and offered help. Paro, I, um, I ma- go ahead, Jewel. My name is uh, Jewel. Uh, I am my own pleasure. S- simply uh, escorting Lex. However, heard uh, heard what he was, uh, what they were doing, and um, thought it was very interesting. Um, and I'll put over towards Carsis. I I have been hired by um, Lex and Jewel. Um, as a representative of of the town, I am the I'm sure you, you know the untouchable swordsman. So um, I'm sure that uh, Artemisia would be very glad to have such a figure amongst the uh, mission. Please uh, understand that at this uh, point, you know, uh, being being a swordsman, uh, you you were saying the threats towards the Artemisia. Uh, this is purely for the protection of Lex. While Jules has been speaking, Mayon has not taken her eyes off Cassis. <laughs> Give her a little wink. Uh, um, Lex is yes, trying to calculate right. whether Cassis's lies are to his benefit, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> While Mayon then sort of stands and goes, uh, Yes, yeah, sorry, um, um, oh, Cassis, uh, you say, yes, I have heard of your uh, um, stage name. Arena name? You are uh, quite um, something in the arena. Um, that being. She takes a small sip of water and then composes herself. This being said, I cannot um, just allow you in to see the um, senior arcanist without some form of something. Or formality, or my God, you're beautiful. Um, uh, yes. Uh, well, well, we'll make this. I, in fact, these two gentlemen can uh, can um, verify this. I have just been challenged for a a, a fight tomorrow. Uh, what say that I give you and Artemisa a couple of tickets to come see the fight, and you let us through. Well, Artemisia has her own um, seats already, but um, and <laughs> slipping into well, the there. You can take as you, you would like to. Wait. Well, you can take um, both tickets then. Let me just uh, reach out to the senior arcanist and explain the situation. Please take a seat 
over on our waiting area and I will uh, I will seek you out shortly thank you and welcome to no, the no. Lanthor Lyceum thank you yes, thank you mm. a pleasure <laughs> as we walk away a, a Jewel will turn two legs Lex, is it uh, not something we should uh, potentially organize a meeting for tomorrow? Yeah, I, I miscalculated the proper procedure, and I'm, if there's proper procedure to be followed, I will follow it. <clears throat> I must say, though, I have definitely not hired you, Carsis, but it appeared your lie made sense in this endeavor, so I let it slide. You might meet uh, the Arcanist a day earlier, because I'm here and I lied. Lies can be good sometimes. That's true. Only sometimes, though. <clears throat> if they restore the balance. I do agree with that. As you sit down, then, in this waiting area on this marble bench... Um, you notice a few others sat around you as well, all in these sort of blue and red robes. Uh, they each have um, books at their side. Um, there's one that has this sort of staff just held in a hand. Um, their hoods are up. Very difficult to see any features in this sort of dim light, if you like, that's in the, the reception area. As you look back over towards Mayon, you can see she's holding a gemstone in her hand and sort of speaking into it, and it flashes. You can't hear what's being said, but it flashes periodically, and she then repeats sort of, or speaks back into it. This goes on for about five minutes or so, and then she, she places the gemstone down, opens her book, and just sort of begins to scribe a few things, and then um, looks over... Um, Cartis and friends, if you would, uh, please, please come up to reception. I have, uh, news. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, follow Lex. Well, um, if I can just ask you all to, uh, please, please sign in here and, um, state your first name, last name, and, uh, just a... Ugh. We usually ask for things like home addresses, but anything in terms of uh, continent or uh, that will suffice for now. Um, the senior arcanist has about ten minutes of a gap that she is happy to receive you in. Much appreciated. Do I need to fill in the book for the talk? Uh, your uh. Uh, machine, no, it's, uh, it's fine. Just yourself. Okay. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll write uh, my name, and um, then I'll write the name of the tavern I'm staying at, and I will non-discreetly just point at the address and look at her, and then <laughs> let the others file in. <laughs> okay. <That's> brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I will intentionally go last so I can read everyone's entries. I love the fact it says like tavern in room twenty-seven. You know. <laughs> yeah, so the first, the first line is Carsis whisper cut uh, the poorest taverna, room six. Um, sure. Jewel. 
I think Carlos invented the eggplant emoji, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, from his trousers, by the looks of it. Uh, I was going to say, Carlos is the eggplant emoji. Scarf is covering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Jewel will, um, will put down uh, her name. But what she'll actually do, so um, she actually, you know, dips her paw into this little pouch next to her and then brought it up and basically there's ink on one of her nails and she actually just scribes with one of her nails. That's cool. Nice. Uh, and it is pretty good, you know, writing considering what that is. Um, I suppose it's more dexterous, I suppose. Um, so yeah, we'll do that. And then we'll write a tavern um, that she was at. Um, and she will also write where she came from. Um, so we'll write that, but also we'll be, you know, we'll also then say, uh, you know, place anyway. Okay. And then I um, will read everyone's entries, make a note of it, and then noting when I mentioned Primus earlier, I got really told off by Cog. So I will write Lex Ordo, and then I will write Oblivion Islands. Very good. And she then turns the book around and very good, very good, very good. Excellent. If you will uh, please follow my colleague here, he will take you to the Ascender and you may, uh, well, I hope all goes well and, um, well, stop by on your way out. Do we need, uh, do what, would I need to make a perception check to see what Lex wrote? If you want. Oh no. I'll say more investigation, actually, please, Jewel. Eight. <clears throat> no. It's turned back quite quickly, placed back under the desk, and then Mayon just closes it as a, a Minotaur individual. But whereas Minotaurs are usually quite large and stocky individuals, this is quite a wiry individual, um, almost sickly-looking Minotaur. Um, one horn broken off, another one in sort of full growth. Um, and sort of this, I almost want to say Jersey cow-like colour, but even then it's, it's almost greying. Uh, and they step up and just grunt, follow me. And they hobble their way across the floor, their hooves clattering on the, the marble floor, and they lead you over to this grand golden contraption with gemstones that line either side. Inside. All right. Okay. Following behind Lex. The three of you step in, and then this, this Minotaur individual steps in, and they just place a hand over a gemstone, and it glows slightly. And then you just hear this faintest of hums as arcane energy just crackles between these gemstones, and this golden contraption begins to rise. And stops. Like Willy Wonka's elevator. It's cool. <laughs> Out. 
dual gets are pretty sharpish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dual almost pounces off. It's like boom. Yeah. And um, then as we, the, as the we're Minotaur like, individual sort of go on. As we exit and we're kind of walking in the direction that we go, I kind of turn to Lex and I say, So do you think that like the different gems take to different places? Is that, is that like a different elevation that you get? They must do. It was absolutely fascinating. I think each gem takes you to a different quadrant of the building. I must have another go. That is so well built, then. Amazing. Maybe they'll let us try. Oh, when we go down, when we go down, we're probably going to use the same place. So, kind of want to press another button, another gem, though, to see what happens. I want to use the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure this place has stairs. Then it is badly it's much more efficient to use the gem machine. <laughs> and this, the, the, the sickly minotaur individual just sort of hobbles off and leads you forward. Um, and there is a grand golden doorway in front of you, or at least it's marble with golden outlay. Um, and he then sort of Shuffles closer to the door, turns, wait, and then shuffles up to the door, and then just, <laughs> and another gemstone which you notice, red ruby, lights up. Yes, visitors, may on send up. Do send them in. And do cheer up. You're a organist. The Minotaur turns. Enter. <clears throat> I'll, I'll go in then. Present myself in front this. of them. The Minotaur pushes open the door for you and you sort of all enter in and then he closes it. And you can almost hear the strain in his voice as he tries to shut this large marble doorway and struggles with it slightly and eventually just... <coughs> doors. You stand in a... Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, beginning somewhere of the, the campaign somewhere, one. Yeah. Somewhere the wardens of the veil, like, yeah, I felt that. Yeah, they suddenly, like, shut up. <laughs> I feel a disturbance in the doors. <laughs> you find yourselves in a grand marble room lit up by these gemstones and mirrors which seem to refract the light into different areas, so this room is fully lit up. Um... There is a desk at the far end behind which is sat a a female individual with these curved ram-like horns. But what you notice is there is this arcane apparatus all over the place. There are bookshelves lined with books. And on the floor, in gold, inlaid into the marble, is this circle of arcane runes and geometric circles. Um... Carsis, I'm going to say you are totally taken with this. Lex, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you are probably also totally taken with this. Jewel, you can give a shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> As the door closes, this female individual stands up, and you hear again the sort of the clacking of hooves on marble as she steps around and reveals herself to be a satyr um, or a goat person, if you like. As she steps out, she has got this shock of green and blue hair in between these ram's horns. She wears this white bodice-like robe um, and these brown leather trousers that are cut off at the knee into then her her satyr-like legs. <laughs> Around the the edge of the hooves, the, the fur is actually dyed green to match her hair. But the skin then that she has um, sort of from the waist upwards is a very tanned brown skin. Her eyes are almost iridescent, glowing aquamarine. Around her neck is this simple rope-like chain, but hanging from it is a, um, a, I want to, well, a silver encasing, and in the middle there is a a black rock polished with purple and blue lines bleeding throughout it. Yes. She closes a book on her desk and steps forward. Hello. Mayon was quite adamant that I was to, um... Well, speak to you. I'm understanding that you have... Well, arrived somewhat unannounced to help me with my malfunctioning apparatus. Um, I must admit I am myself a little bit confused, as none of you seem to hold the necessary credentials to understand said apparatus or operate it, so I'm not sure why you're here. Mayon yeah, was insistent, I, I must, though. I, I must apologize for not following protocol. Um, but I believe I believe the, the the disturbances in your machine or the malfunctions may be linked to planar disturbances that I also am investigating. So I was hoping that maybe your problem is my problem and we can work together. Or maybe I work for you to fix it. So you are here seeking work? Kind of. Well, Kind of. Uh, my, my mission, I think, aligns with your problem. Maybe. Maybe. Um, and your friends, sorry. And, and I didn't get your name, sir. I, I must apologize. My name is Lex. Lex Ordo. No, no worries. Um, nice to meet you, Lex. I am Artemisia. I am the senior arcanist here. Um, and have been for some time, actually. Um... Artemisia Calianiera, I should say. Yes. Um, sorry, your friend. I'm not spelling that. <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Love throwing that in there. Senior Arcanist, uh, my name is Jewel. Um, as you have uh, quite rightly uh, intimated, uh, we do not necessarily, I certainly do not uh, have the uh, credentials to help fix your... Uh, machine. Uh, I cannot speak for the other two. Uh, however, I am fairly adept at getting information. Uh, if this is something that uh, I may be able to help you with, then maybe that is something uh, 
that would align in why I am also here in the city. Information is what I am here to find. And uh, information on what, if I may ask? Jewel briefly looks over at Lex and Carsis, but um, then we'll look back. There are disturbances uh, from where I am from, and these are not natural. I am hoping we can find the source of what it would be. It may well be from one person, it may well be a larger issue. I have followed a uh, a path of the same uh, the same issues have uh, made its way to the city, I believe. I wonder if it has anything to do with why your machine may not work. Maybe. And these disturbances started when? About a year ago. I year believe ago. it may or may not have had uh, something to do with uh, a person who was not known to our area. Uh, however, something so large, I do not believe that uh, one uh, particular individual would be powerful enough to create by themselves. Interesting. Interesting. And yourself, and I am assuming you're some form of warrior or fighter. In fact, now yes. I do recognize you. You're that incessant swordsman from the arena, aren't you? Cassus will bow very deeply. <laughs> Quite readily. There is me. I am glad to know that my name travels fast. Uh, well, you are known for your flamboyancy, shall we say. Certainly is a style. She likes you less than a receptionist. Skills. Interesting. I, I am here because I was... Um, <laughs> I uh, just saw the, yeah. um, <laughs> the chat there was brilliant. <laughs> I was deeply coming to a sensible 5.57 height. Um, I, I I came here because I got in a bit of a, well, not really. I was going to get into a bit of a scuffle while at the Coliseum, so I just sort of got away. But to be in the presence of the Arcanist and to be in, in the Lycenium, I was wondering if after all this is done, after all this is, is sorted and we uh, are the ones that help, if I could get access to some some books, maybe have a, a bit of a read about about the magics around here. I'm quite fond of magic and learning a little bit more, so. Her eyes are going to flash for a moment, literally. And she surveys you all. Interesting. Maybe you're all more useful than I thought. <clears throat> Listen, there are things happening every night. They started sort of 
every other night, or at least more spread out, but now it's regular. Early hours of the morning, not only does my apparatus here begin to act strange in a way I can't quite figure out. There's been other things going on as well, I know. Uh, one of the f far too rich magistrates is investigating disappearances or, or something. Um, and the the temple is dealing with people talking of shadows. I think all of these things are linked, personally. I have yet to understand how or why. Mainly because I have other things to Zanos? deal with. Xanthos? Zan Xanthos. Oh yes, that's a pious individual from the Temple of Clothis. Yes, he's um. Eh, there were shadows. Is what the the populace or his, uh, what would you call them? Uh, religious folk are interested in. Um, ah, so uh, pardon. Uh, there are other other people who have seen this as an issue. And let me be clear, I am only interested in why this machine is not working as I expect it to, but I suspect there's links. Xanthos, whatever he deals with, is... his people are complaining of shadows that plague them in an evening, and, well, Drachios, I think his name was, disgusting individual. Um, He's willing to pay individuals to investigate some disappearances. Line his pockets, and I'm sure you'll see yourselves well within this city, magistrates being the way they are. Um, yes, well, I just... there's These must be linked. The disappearances, the shadows, my equipment not doing what I have asked it to do. So if you're willing to investigate this... I'm happy to pay, and if it solves all three problems, then I guess there's three times the the kitty, so to speak. No offense. Well, I do like three times the money, so I think we should just investigate the whole thing. The, I like the idea of three mysteries to solve. The shadows are what have brought me through this city. Okay. Very well. well. At least we have um, a reason to, to investigate at least two of these. So, might as well just do the last one. Three is better than two, after all. Um, oh, I'm willing to accept these terms. Um, do, do you mind if I, f I first start by uh, me and Cock having a look at that contraption there? As long as you don't touch it, it's very sensitive. Keep your distance. Oh, I was planning on taking it apart, but I can just look with my eyes. Absolutely not. Okay. Eyes it is. Cock. Scan it. And then maybe we'll have like? a little look at it. Is it in the room? Sorry, room? that's the next question. No. Is like, is it actually it's here? in the room, so okay. yes, there right. is this. In fact, in fact because I did take inspiration from my little thing. It looks very much Hey, nice. nice. Hey. 
So it's not like a Stargate SG-1. Is so, anybody else? Was anybody else no, it's not a Stargate. It is this grand <coughs> circular and multiple circular um, contraption. And there are these globes that spin and move around. Um, Artemisia actually steps up and says, if you'll just stand back, I will show you what it's meant to do during the day. And she just oh, sort of holds out a hand and the book on the desk opens by itself and pages begin to flip. And then a page glows and she closes her eyes. Jewel stands behind And Carsis. sort of just withdraws her hand. Jewel's gonna... Stand behind Carsis. <laughs> and then her hand just reaches forward and there is the briefest of arcane sparks that just... And the whole apparatus, the equipment, just begins to hum and... It begins to spin. Yes, this is what it should do. And I monitor and make calculations and note the positions of certain globes and spheres. I don't want to be rude, but I'm also not going to pretend that you all understand the exact notions of all of this. And over time, it will help me understand the nature of the universe. During the night, however, this one, and she points to a small, little, tiny, no bigger than the size of Jules' head, sphere. The smallest sphere on the whole thing. This one stops spinning and becomes more black than orange. Which is a bit bizarre, I must admit. Um, there's... Carses have a... Even if, even if rudimentary understanding of how... Of, like, what these represent, what the spheres represent. Make me an arcana check, please. Oh, I can <clears throat> hopefully do those. From, from behind Carsis, uh, Jewel will bring out some parchment from from her bag and will start basically scribbling a drawing of this thing from her artistic yep. point of view, from, from what she can see of it. Given it appears a mechanical-type contraption, I am in awe of it, for one, but I also think, I can. would I be able to understand what it's trying to achieve or what it's trying to do? I feel like uh, this... I'm going to ask you to make me an investigation check, please, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh, I rolled really badly. I rolled a six. A six? Uh, no, rolled... sorry. I rolled a nine. It's three plus six. A nine. I rolled a, a ten. A In ten. There. Lex, I'm going to come to you first. You marvel at the sheer contraption of this, but then also think somewhat simple. You've seen better. More elaborate. You have no idea what it does, but you get lost in the the machinations of it rather than what it's for and what you're trying to understand. Carsis, you are there and it's still very early in your journey. This is interesting and it's frustrating that you don't quite get it 
Um, apologies, but I can then um, assume that whatever might be happening is, well, influencing this gem to change and not work properly. Correct? Is that is that the conclusion that you've come to? Yes, I don't think it's anything to do with... I think it's a proximity thing. Somebody's doing something in the city which is screwing with my near-perfect uh, calibration of this machine. I don't think it's ground-shaking by any means, but somebody is doing something somewhere. So if anything, find them and stop them, because it's hindering my work and it's getting incredibly annoying. What is supposed to be the output of that malfunctioning sphere? Um, out of that sphere specifically, well, it's one of many that form a grander equation on the universe and, well, time creation. I, I, I'm reluctant to go on. You've not no credentials. There's no colleges or universities. No. No, no certification of study. I'm reluctant to sort of go on without confusing any of you. Again, I don't mean any offence, but you've just turned up and I have no idea who you are other than what you've said. And Well, if you're willing to investigate, then maybe we can sit down and have more of a discussion about things. But right now, yes, it, it helps me with my work. It's, it is my work. It's my life's work. Then it will be, as it is aligned, my work too. To find out why it does not work. Yeah. I, I would like to know though, um, how much are you paying for this to be uh, resolved? Yeah, be a rogue. Come on. <laughs> 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 Trying to be subtle here, uh, well, right? <laughs> <laughs> First time you talked about money. <laughs> to, if you manage to um, fix the problem, then I was thinking of offering 50 gold pieces per person. Okay. Is that good for us at the moment? <laughs> well, that's not even the spell. Yeah. It's just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is uh, very, uh, very generous. Um, is it uh, something... Make me a perception, uh, perception check, please, everyone. Mm. Or an insight check. Although I think they're both going to be around the same for everyone. Same for me. Twenty-two. Yeah, I'll take my first one. <laughs> Fuck a duck. I'll take my first one. It was, uh, was it? fifteen. Nine for me. Carsis doesn't notice anything. Sounds great. Um, it's money. Jewel and Lex. As Jewel says, that is generous. There is a the briefest of flashes of what seems like satisfaction but almost a smug satisfaction that crosses Artemisia's face it's on <laughs> okay 
Here's what's going through Jules' mind, right? We want to go to the other people. They're clearly going to pay for her. We've heard about a very rich bloke. Um, but we're going to fix her problem. Uh, even if we go to them, and she's going to do it for free if we walk out. <clears throat> um, did... <laughs> did she also insight? <laughs> My that is very generous. <clears throat> he said it, man. <laughs> I said it. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Oh. It uh, sounds, however, though you cannot do your work without this machine doing what it is intended. Is this not something you wish? Not in the evening, no. And that does not bother you? There's an hour or two where I would like to be able to do something, hence me asking for some assistance. But... Well... Yes. It does not seem to track that much that you would uh, have appointments tomorrow for people who are going to have a look at this machine. If this is purely something... That is a passing interest to you. Something you would like to be able to do later. Perhaps it is more slightly worse more if it suddenly starts working again? Make me a persuasion check. <laughs> yeah, cool. I do not do persuasion checks very often because I was dog on. Mm. Um, <clears throat> persuasion. <laughs> Yeah, I think I rubbed her up the wrong way. Uh, that's a six. Uh, it's a six. Oh, dear. Well, it's not six. Fail! Oh, no. um, <laughs> I spread the word far and wide, and these are the people who responded in the proper manner. Forgive me, Lex. I'm not even sure how you heard that I was... Seeking individuals to help. Like you said, you spread but, the word um, far and wide. I happened to be far and wide at the time. <laughs> I love it. Checks oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> two plus two equals four. Listen, if it there will help, if you solve it within the next two evenings, I will throw an extra. 20 gold on top for each of you, if that helps. I think it's the motivation these guys need. Thank you. I mean, I'm more than happy to just pay you the 50 if you wish, Lex, if that is what you like. No, no. The extra gold. You've made the deal. We all honor the deal. Very well. The disturbance, well. or whatever it is, seems to happen between the hours of 2 and 4 in the morning. That might be a bit of a problem. That's when Cassius has given people chlamydia. That could be the link. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that'll be Cassius' first spell. 
podcast. This is Calamitous Clap. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All with K's. Oh, no, don't do that. All no. with K's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Artemisia is then just going to sort of look at the apparatus, which is still spinning, and she just holds her hand up one more time, and a little spark, and it stops. It shudders as it stops. Hmm. Something to fix. Sorry, I have more work to do. If there is anything else, now is the time to ask. If not, I'm very busy. We have taken plenty Just of one, your time. One. Thank you. I, I did have one parting question, if that's okay. Um, is there an inclination of where you think we should start our investigation? In the evening? That is my suggestion that's not the answer I was hoping for but it makes sense <laughs> well, look for something out of the ordinary between the hours of 2 and 4 are you investigators or are you not you are certain that uh, your machine is not causing the issues that everyone else has been seeing you have switched it off between Why those two would times? I craft a machine to create disturbances which cause other things. My machine was working fine up until about two months ago, and then this problem arose, and now I must seek individuals to help me out. There's... There we go. We Sorry, have ruled out one area that it uh, cannot be. Your machine creates disturbances. No, it doesn't create disturbances. Oh, okay. I misheard you. I was getting panicky. I was okay. <clears throat> Thank you for it your time. It's not designed to create disturbances. It's designed to read the universe to keep the balance. Understand it more, but close. understand it is to keep balance in some degree okay we've taken up too much of your time good day i won't disagree with that lolex that's probably the most intelligent thing any of you have said in the last 10 minutes thank you you're welcome very well all right um, what do you mean the minotaur will um see you out Thank you very much, and we'll, well, I'm sure we'll see you again within the next two evenings. I hope so. There's 70 gold in it for each of you. Indeed there is. Uh, well, on you go, then. Behind, uh, behind Lex. Bows again, turns around, goes. When you said it was a sunset, oh, I, I, was, I, was, I was definitely hoping for Danny DeVito from Hercules. <laughs> Chasing dryads around a pond, yeah. <laughs> or nymphs, I think they were in the film. Fucking love that film. <laughs> I want to solve this problem, kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a work of heart. I fucking. I, oh, I'm so watching Hercules tomorrow. <laughs> You're going to yep. say, I'm going to Bless my soul. <laughs> you got the right song, the wrong title. Anyway, uh, cool. You exit, and that sickly-looking minotaur is there again. 
follow. And shuffles towards the the ascender again. Un. <clears throat> there are no stairs. Oh well. Un. <clears throat> Lightly steps on it. <laughs> it's alright, John. You'll be okay. I didn't need a second invitation. I was straight in it. <clears throat> Lex is in there, just sort of. And then he realised he showed a little bit of excitement. So then he, he calms himself down again. Um, may I press the button? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if not, right? It's okay if not. It's just. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Purely for information purposes. No one. And you'll see like a sort of a bit of excitement go across his face and his eyes will narrow and then he'll steady himself again and just press it. And then watch what happens. Maybe now kind of check, please. Oh boy. <laughs> 17. Okay. Damn whisper coming. Let's roll of the night. Nice. Let's roll of the night. Nice, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be oh, yeah. right back because to pop out. All right. That's okay. Sound is away. So yeah, you lot chat amongst yourselves while I quickly send this DMs whisper. Oh. We better get more I'm from just... that other dude. <laughs> well, is we have got I suppose the three mysteries to solve now, and I don't know whether. Okay, well, we Lex. have been we have been given been been given information that they are potentially connected. So you know that's something we need to do is check. And, and Lex is still undecided whether that machine is a good thing or a bad thing. Oh, it's definitely a bad. It's fascinating. Absolutely, it's, it's, fascinating. it's absolutely well, causing a problem. One hundred percent. The the issue as to you know where where everything's coming from. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I'm glad you've jumped. I'm glad you've pounced to a conclusion. <laughs> Nothing like a, uh, you know, a snap decision on a conclusion like that. <laughs> <laughs> that is, it is uh, fucking cool. So the it, um, DM's Whisper has been sent. As uh, Lex goes to press this gem, before his hand even touches the gem, there is a slight spark. And a brief moment, and then... The ascender begins to descend. Um, Samau has just stepped out for a minute, so Samau will be back in the briefest of moments. Um, your descend reaches the ground floor, and the Minotaur just points out. <clears throat> George is exactly the same, and just like almost pounces Thanks out. Thanks again. Thank you. You're welcome. You let me press the button. You all exit. The news. So yeah, Lex pushed the button. Some stuff happened. Descended. As you all exit, Mayon is sat there scribbling for a moment, looks up, sort of side eyes, and then. Hello, 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 hello. I trust you had a uh, pleasant. Um, 
conversation. Was all well? Oh, yes. It was very good. Thank you ever so much for letting us go through. You are most welcome. Most welcome. Uh, do you uh, perchance know where we might be able to find uh, uh, what was uh, his name? Um, uh, Dracius, the magistrate? Um, well, I, I do not know Dracius personally, but um, he will be in the uh, magistrate quarter east of the Agora. It uh, cannot be missed. Lots of uh, legal buildings and um, all courts and philosophical conversations and those sorts of things. Uh, yes. Merci. You are welcome. Um, do we need to sign out because we signed in? Is that the protocol? I will do this. I will do this for you. No, no worries at all. Thank you. The time is. I, I don't know what the time is. Um, I'll let you do it. <laughs> it's about halfway between morning and midday, so about ten, ten o'clock, ten, eleven o'clock. So you just quickly makes a scribble. Please, um, well, I hope to see you again. And her eyes fall on Carthus and just sort of look down and look up. Oh, yes, I'm sure you will. I bet that stool's got a right oh. wet patch on it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've missed you, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I can still say horrible things outside of character. That's the main thing. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, I feel like your character's going to starve you, Danny, because it's not Danny anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're going to have to I'm live vicariously through Carsis, I think. <laughs> anyway, you all exit out into the, the sunlight of Thalissa, um, which is beaming down it's clear blue skies uh, goals all around and you now walk <coughs> down the steps and as you look into the sky you can see that same airship now making its way around the coastline and heading to sort of the northwest make me investigation checks please yeah <sighs> Oh, oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> now another ten for me. That dice needs to stay, Dave. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and another nine. That's Twenty-three. Cool. So, Jewel, you would be the only one that notices. Um, yeah, I don't mind just saying this. Uh, uh, there is a a large crest on the side of the ship um, that has the symbol of dare i say it two towers um and underneath it says twin city skyways and there is another language written underneath that as well what languages does jewel speak uh common halfling and as she's a rogue thief count okay you don't understand yeah the language that is underneath that 
um, and then behind that in common in rather more flourished script it says the dart of Deluin um, and you notice it is a wooden crafted ship with these sails but the sails are made of this almost like blue gossamer material and on the the rear of the ship are these two not large but big enough um polished stone areas and it is one is blue a very bright blue the other is a black polished almost onyx like stone with red uh, sorry purple and blue veins throughout it and they are sort of one above each other which just propels itself through the air i presume that <coughs> I actually don't know which one of us would know that, but I presume that Jewel would know that the, we are in one of the uh, two cities that is that is the reason why I would know that. So, the Twin Cities, or Twin City Skyways, yeah. does not relate to the Great Gate Cities. Aha. Uh -huh. What you Come would Dave. know is that it is the twin cities, twin elvish cities of Deluin and Ephirduin. Nice. Within Nylon, so River's End as well. Lena has uh, really diversified since we won the war. <laughs> She's like been on Dragon's Den with this airship idea, isn't she? <laughs> well, they did say it was nicked from him. <clears throat> Uh, as we're walking now and we get so. a fair distance away, I would probably say, uh, I would turn to both Lex and Cassis. Uh, that payday is more akin to washing dishes than for a week than, than you know, fixing an entire problem for a city. That didn't track... Is that not good pay? No. Well, if we if we take all the money that we're going to get from this payment, and then we just put it all on me to win the fight tomorrow tomorrow morning, I may end up to be quite a quite a reasonable payout. Although we don't get paid until after the fight, so I don't know how we would do that. Maybe we should see if we have uh, access to any as a benefactor for what we are looking into here. It seems that well, uh, after the information that we found in that room, Lex, what you are searching for and what I am searching for seems to potentially be linked. Yeah, well, if money is your motivator and I, I require your help, maybe it's worth speaking to the other two people that she mentioned, getting money off of those and getting paid for all three jobs and solving one mystery. Information is really my motivator. However, money helps you find information. It can lose I like lips. money. I, I, just, I just like having it. So it is quite a big motivator. Not, not going to lie there. 
then maybe um, magistrates, the magistrates uh, sticks. Maybe who we need to go speak to. If they also are having this problem. Makes sense. <clears throat> that was down in the uh, was it the magistrates court or something? Do you say? The magistrate quarter, yes. Quarter. The eastern side of the city. <clears throat> Let's go and find out if we can get another benefactor, I say. You lead, I'll follow. Right this way. Matt, would there be any sort of... Um, would the magistrate's court be where, like, embassies are kept? Yes. Oh, no. So it's it's very mm. much the area where you would have embassies, places of debate, democracy, law. There would be courts there. Um, there would be more, less arcane education, more philosophical and ethical discussion and debate, and more more standard learning areas if you like it's very much that area of um, I don't know how to describe it more common education if you like just the ways of the world rather than anything magical or, or that sort can uh, be on the look can casters be on the lookout for yes I guess, yeah, I guess humans in general, but... Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Backstory stuff! <laughs> Carsis has one! <laughs> Carsis definitely has one. They certainly um, do. They certainly do. Anyway, so you head back along this main street, if you like. Um, again, bustling with people in armor, and uh, there's what looked like a few bookies around, or um, betting officials, if you like, bookmakers who are there making bets on fights, or um, also looks like there's some fight organizers as well. Um, what you do notice is a couple of individuals. There is again a, a minotaur, um, a couple of humans, and a, a half orc who are adorned in this bluish gold-like armor. It's minimal, um, mainly these pauldrons with lion's heads on them and this chest plate or chest rig, if you like, with a plate in the center of bluish hammered metal um, and then these leather straps which go around the chest. Um, and then from sort of the waist down, they have this metal leather or metal and leather belt, which then goes into these white cream, um, gold and blue robes down to the down to their feet. And they will carry shields, small circular shields with olive branches sort of weaved into them and either spears or axes or swords. But each of those weapons has a blue metal blade. Carsis, you would recognize these as the phalanx 
of Thalissa or the hoplites of Thalissa. And they are the the fighters and also the guard of the city. What was so the you said fight in the arena? Something else? Sorry. Hoplite. Which is the Greek term for fighters, basically. H O P L I T E. I may not be pronouncing that correct, so if anybody has the correct pronunciation, I'm more than happy to take that, but that's how I read it. Um, cool. You then begin to hid, uh, hid? head back towards the, the central agora. Um, Could I just pop into and... the bookkeeper? Of course you can. Um, it's very simple. I'm just going to place all the money on me for tomorrow. <laughs> Cool. Thank you, Stick. I love you for that one. Um, so this bookmaker is chatting to another individual in a sort of hushed term. I, well, I, I can put you down for ten gold on that bastard. Uh, if you be thinking he be winning, but, um, sure. One, one second, my friend. He looks at you. Ten gold. Aye, measly pickings. Sure, writes it down in the book. Looks towards you. Aye, my uh, tiefling friend, looking to make a uh, make a bet. Uh, yes, actually, I am. Uh, there's a, a fight tomorrow. I believe the the untouchable swordsman is fighting. Oh yes, I had word the untouchable swordsman. It, you're the untouchable swordsman. What are you on about? Of course, you're fighting. That is you true. know. Well, I just didn't know if it made the books yet. The guy that challenged was quite hey, slow, Well, so word got around quickly. Some loudmouth human thinking he can take here, but um, I'm more than happy to take yeah. a bet. Ah, uh, yes, I'll put 25 gold on me, please. To win, obviously. Uh, 25 gold. You know why you can't... I've seen you, Carsis. You know why you can only give you certain odds, right? <sighs> I know, I know. I tried to take big, bigger fish to fight, but... Oh, well. Well... You know, gateways and all that. I'll give you, I'll give you fifteen to one just as a repeat customer. That's all right. Great. All right. Well, I'll see you tomorrow then. How are people betting? Well, he on was that big. Fight, by the way. Well, there's a lot of people betting on the human. You must admit, but then he's got some decent armor, and you're, well, you. Uh, I almost feel bad that I'm going to lose the money. Almost. Not really, but, you know. Aye, well, uh, you just remember where you made your bet. Oh, I will. Right, I'll see you in the morning. Aye, I'll uh, be in the usual spot. I quickly reload a few things that failed there. <laughs> cool. Uh, no, yeah, I'll uh, um, meet up with uh, with the rest of the group. I'm going to say, in your whole time of being in Thalissa, this was the yes. first bookie you came across, and you have uh -huh. spoken to them many, many times. In true Carsis manner, never cared to get the name. <laughs> <laughs> if I get the name, I'm just going to forget it, so it's fine. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's all yeah. good. <laughs> cool. 
So you then head back into the central agora and you notice now where previously there were magicians and bards performing, a grand fountain now stands with water as the water sprays out. Um, there is a sparkle to it that is a little preternatural, supernatural, <coughs> not normal. People are buying, selling. It is very, very busy. There are a number of hard-standing buildings, as I said, around the edge. One of which has a sign outside that swings in the wind. And you see on that sign the words, The Poros Taverna. Carsis, this is where you have been staying throughout your time here. Jewel, this is also where you have been staying during your time here. Yep. You pass by it, and you head through a number of palm trees towards the Magistrate's Quarter. There are a number of buildings here, and throughout this area walk individuals in these... Again, toga-like robes, and when Hero Forge actually works for me, I'll be able to let you know um, what this individual looks like. Or what these individuals look like, sorry. So, yet again, it's blue and gold. The magistrates, for those of you that have been here for a while, so, dual Carsis, you know that the magistrates wear these blue tunics and skirts with a gold or ochre sash and then they have these simple light brown leather belts that um, encompass the waist the higher the station the more stripes that appear on the arms of these tunics you know that the higher magistrates have orange and yellow stripes and the highest also carry a blue gemstone around their neck. There are a number of individuals here that have just the small, the narrow yellow stripe, indicating that I, they are one step up from being your entry-level magistrate. Or politician, if you like. Uh, it was yellow, was it something else, and then the blue gem, was it? So... Yellow, so you've got basic blue is your entry yeah. level, just a blue tunic. Yeah. A narrow yellow stripe is your next level up. A yellow and a thicker orange stripe is the level up from that. Yeah. And then the final level is a blue gem around the neck as well. Uh, does Jewel, in having been here... Um... Do they, does she know if the magistrate is any particular level? Or is this pretty much the first time we've actually heard of this name? This is probably the first time that Jewel has yeah. really entered into the magistrate's district. Jewel being who she is. Yeah. Well, I suppose, gentlemen, uh, this is um, now where we have to find the magistrate we are looking for. Any ideas? I'm assuming they'll be 
the boss. The highest ranking official. Uh, sounded like it. Potentially, if they are particularly wealthy. I would say that is a good a good idea. Although we didn't there must be a protocol to follow to get to him. Gauging on our experience just there, we must <clears throat> there must be an official way to gain audience with him. With them. Do you know how to do that? I'm not familiar with this place and how it works. I am not uh, uh, overly familiar, I have to say. I'll reach out to the closest magistrate to us. Um, just barge in. Um, uh, hello. Good uh, afternoon. Good morning. Depending on. Hello. Hi. Uh, myself. Uh, apologies. Uh, my name is Karsis. Uh, you must have heard of me. I'm the Untouchable sword Swordsman. I, um, I'm here with uh, some companions, and we were looking to have uh, an audience with Drakios. Uh, we have heard that there is some problems. We've just come from the Lyceum. Uh, we've just had a conversation with uh, Artemisa, and uh, we heard that there is a job going to sort out some... Um, looks around, lowers the voice. Some some issues that Dracios might be having in the middle of the night, around 2 and 4 a.m., maybe? I... I... Uh... Yes, this um, was mentioned at a recent meeting. Uh, Dracios' house is down and to the left. It has the uh, grand blue columns. You cannot miss it. Uh, big fountains out front. I'm sure he will be more than happy to receive anybody wishing to solve these problems. And uh, yes, on your way, untouchable swordsman. Thank you ever so much. Go back to the other two. Uh, well, Lex turns out the protocol. You just, uh, just need to ask nice. And Dracula's house is just down to the left and it's got the, the blue columns, apparently. Can't be missed. Fantastic work. Ah, oh, thank you. Although, it'd be a lot quicker if you didn't pronounce yourself with your full title every time and just said, Hi, I'm Karsis. Why do you have to announce your full... I know. Is that, is that a stature thing? Yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of the name I've made for myself. Well, not really for myself. There was someone that called me that first, but that was more of a marketing tool than anything else. But I quite liked it, so I just kept it and just um, carried on with it. Do I have to call you the full title every time? Uh, you can call me whatever you like. Is that what you say to everyone? I haven't said it to I'm you not, yet, Jules. I'm not understanding what's going on here, so I'm just going to move on. <laughs> oh no, we switched, we switched places. <laughs> lit, lit. <laughs> literally swapped. <laughs> high five, Danny, high five. <laughs> Amazing. So you head down a narrower street, and there are... It's almost like the Beverly Hills type of street these buildings get more and more ornate as you go along what you do notice is dotted in between them there are a number of embassy like buildings as the music just cuts out there we'll work on that in a second um 
The bard <laughs> there we go. The bard fell over. It's fine. He's the bard <laughs> fell over. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody kicked the bard and they tripped over uh, and uh, I'll, I'll so be sure. they're getting uh, sacked. Let, let, let me help you help you up. Uh, that looked uh, terrible. <laughs> I played for the King of Nile in once. Fuck you lot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you now pass. You see a number of these embassies, and there are embassies for different continents, different cities, different. Um, nations, if you like, throughout NOF, some of which you recognise, some of which you don't, and eventually you come to this grand residence with marble walls around it, fountains outside, marble tigers on top of these two columns that mark the entrance, and you see two hoplites at the entrance who hold two spears and bar your way. I don't know if you what nature of business do you have with Dracio sticks? So as we're walking up, um, can Jewel yes. have a look at the building? Uh, are there balconies? Are there alleyways around the house? There are many balconies. The house itself has a wall around the outside. Mm -hmm. There are many balconies, many windows. There are palm trees and big plants. Um, there are multiple marble statues throughout the, the courtyard from what you can see as the gate is less of a gate and more of an opening in the wall but there are a number of guards there as and well the, and the gate is uh, a fair distance away from the house uh, it's probably 50, 60 feet away from the house yeah, okay alright, cool Cool. And as these two hoplites stand there, what need your business do you have with Dracul sticks? And it's almost scripted, and you can see their eyes almost roll as they say it. Uh, we are here to. Um, uh, we are volunteers who are uh, seeking to help him with a problem he was having with some disappearances. Uh, join the queue. Do not make trouble. I do not wish to have to escort individuals from the Magistrate's quarter. Uh, quarter. It's messy. How big's the queue? About three people. Oh, that's... Yeah. <laughs> you well, do see your human that... friend there. Oh. In their armor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um... I'll, I'll turn to, to Lex and say, uh, I assume that you would rather join the queue, yes? Queuing, yes. Queuing makes sense. That's, that's the, that is what if I That's the protocol, that's what we shall do. Absolutely, yes. Uh, we will do what is right. Um, and uh, yeah, join the, the queue with Lex. So you join this queue of three people, and it is before what is like a uh, a pagoda or a pagoda to the side. There are a number of white-robed individuals holding these shades over a um, a chaise, and laying on that chaise is a a tanned-skinned <laughs> human with this <laughs> black beard with wisps of grey in it you notice a distinct scar down the face 
and one eye being this yellowish colour, but where the scar hits, there is this glass-like eye of red with a, a clear black um, marking in the middle to sort of emphasise a, a pupil. Their left arm is mechanical. Oh, it is shit. a prosthetic. On their robes, they have a thick orange band, a narrow yellow band, and around their neck, they wear this blue gem. As they lay on this chaise, and they converse with individuals and then just wave them away. And slowly but surely, these individuals step forward. And then it gets to your turn. And this individual waves you up. I ask and I think, go for it. What weapon is the human carrying? The Sorry, human who is laying on the chaise. No, 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 the human that I'm going to fight tomorrow. <laughs> the big, yeah, well, um, an axe. An axe? Battle axe. Interesting. Cool, nice. As you are then waved up by the right hand of this individual with the scar and the prosthetic limb, there are multiple rings on this right hand. Very opulent, very elegant, very uh, effluent. And yes, I think now is the time that we Jesus. end session one <laughs> and we pick this up with episode two. Because so I know people have got to go back to work it. tomorrow. I know, yeah. honestly, I was like, can I cancel tomorrow? Can I just like, just no. Just like, <laughs> we just sit here for five hours just, and play. Just go for it. You know what? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. You're down for that? This was fun. <laughs> I, know, I liked I it a lot. It was, was fun. so much fun, guys. <laughs> so good to be back. I, I have missed yep. this DM's chair. Um, I've missed this storytelling elements so good to be back low level i was very nervous about it but it's very cool to be back and just building a world again great. with you all so Tell thank that you all to for all that. my twos thank that you. i rolled <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're really you're really not used to the fact that you can't roll lower than a 10 you can't really now. miss a plus 15 i really miss plus 15 yeah that whole jack of all trades shit straight out the window now oh, mate. mate oh brilliant so yes here, here are our characters. This is our adventuring party for now. Uh, as I say, uh, anything oh. could happen. There they are Should in all their glory. The wank wank? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, so I just want to say a massive thank you to everybody who's joined us, who has returned to join us on our journey into Campaign 2 and Session 1. Um, anybody new? So I know we've had a, a few new individuals in the chat. Thank you to the new followers. Thank you to the return subscriptions. Thank you for all the gift subscriptions as well. Um, I am in awe of the the love tonight. Uh, a massive, massive shout out to Stick once again for the amazing, phenomenal, fantastic artwork. It is stunning. Simply stunning. Um, and we are all totally in, in love with it. We will post that out on social media so everybody can enjoy it. 
there'll be a few more updates going on social media. I know a couple of people sort of commented around the fact that the Twitch channel needs updating. That is coming. We're getting there. Um, website will be updated. There's a few other things going on in the background as well. We are working on wikis and all sorts of crazy stuff. So just expect things to change over time. Um, and yes, please stick around. We are probably going to try and raid. Um, so we'll have a, a quick chat in the background to uh, to raid a different channel just so you can go and show some love to some other folks as well. Um, but thank you once again for joining us on episode one of campaign two. We have been the Mock Magic crew. This has been amazing. We will see you all next week. You've been listening to the Malt and Magic podcast. If you like what you've heard here, then don't forget to check us out on Twitch on Monday nights, 7.30pm UK time, with video on demand and podcast release the following Friday. We will see you soon.